You're listening to the Arcane Focus Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to What's My Role? My name is Ben Margulit, and I'm your host and Dungeon Master. With me, as always, are our players Tom, Isaac, Nathan, and Hamish. And we are a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast recorded and produced in beautiful Hong Kong. When last we left off, the party had narrowed down some possible locations for the summoning of the Orthon. Leo Van Hagen had confessed to being the Verdant Serpent, and Mr. Hanks is convinced that they are all gods walking on Earth. Will the party discover who is summoning the monster? Can this loop be ended? Is Mr. Hanks right? Find out in What's My Role, Episode 15. We start this session with a loop having just begun. It is early in the morning and we are following three members of our party, Fowler Hanna, Mr. Hanks, and Garrett, having just left Fowler Hanna's house. The three of them are now on the hunt for the location of where in town this monster is being summoned, having learned more facts about the summoning ritual from Madame Ashgrove. Meanwhile, Tobin has headed further into town on his own to attempt to find the Silver Dagger. Let's start. Cool. Y'all ready to go? Yeah. Y'all ready for this? Dun, 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 yeah. dun. Amazing. Yes. You you have this. Give me a, a D100 roll. Seven. Are you on it? Ooh, 90. Yeah. There we go. Um, uh, so I'm imagining you, Hannah, told us all about what the major yes, woman what, said. Yes, what the right? uh, madam said. Okay. Something that stood out for me about that, she said when that spell is complete or when it's cast, there's a huge flash Mm -hmm. that would be very difficult to conceal. And the flash happens at the end of the day, every day, at the closing of the loop. There is a flash. It may be a separate one. The but flash would be um, when, at the cast, when the spell is cast, not yeah, when it's the complete. Same. Well, you know. Mm. I'm just, I'm just no, clarifying. No, the binding of the monster, that's when that spell is cast. I mean, that would explain flash. the collapsing of buildings. Is If they cast it inside of a building and the monster appeared there, the building would collapse around it. Um, or that's why I was thinking the mine, because that would be a pretty good There'd spot There would be a place to, to hide it. But it, I remember from the very first time it all happened where you came across a, the street that was just like a freaking abattoir basically <laughs> so i mean do we know have we seen where the flash comes from before i don't think so no but it it, it happened last night as well right the i, I think the flash the at the end, the end of the loop it yeah. happened it yeah. did happen last night but the flat but there was a flash but there was no there was up. no demon that got summoned or not that we noticed that's fine the demon's out of my head now was there an mm. earthquake but, in the morning again yeah tremor every morning yeah. mm. what happened the day before we went into the loop we rescued Willow. Yeah, we broke him out of the prison. That wasn't the day that we killed the owl bear, right? No, no. that was a few days before. It's like a before. week before, but yeah. A week before. Okay, and then also, who was it that is the descendant of the Brightmoor? Errol Brightmoor is the direct descendant of Rowan Brightmoor, who founded the town of, uh, who founded the area that is now Bright Gardens. And his name, well, Brightmoor is in the tomb uh, inscribed on the... It was there, yes. That Rowan Brightmoor, his name was there. Along with all that, like the town of Brightmoor came about before 500 years ago, but the town's incorporated together. Oh, what was the name of the other town? Oh, uh, it was Golden Hallows. So it was Brightmoor and Golden Hallows. Yes. And it was combined to Bright Hallow. And there are, are there any other family members of Rowan Brightmore? He's the only and direct descendant. Yeah. descendant. What about a descendant of the other town, Golden oh. Hollows? Do we know the name of the person who founded that one? Sorry? Do we know the name of the founder of the Golden, Golden so, Hollows? So in, in one of the previous loops, you discussed with uh, Professor Ponzan yep. about the history of the Golden Hollows. It's actually even beforehand, Tobin, you went and talked with her about the, the history of the town. And from your understanding is that this town has been around for thousands of years, left alone from the greater wars, the, the greater society that's built up, the country that's built up around it. It has been isolated and relatively at peace. If anything, it was just a fairly static town. 
And then a little over 550 years ago, Rowan Brightmore found the mine, the silver mine, created a town that kind of propped up around the mining of that silver, distinctly separated it from the Golden Hallows, and then eventually built it up so large that they needed to increase their space and incorporated together with Golden Hallows, and they, they brought it down. So um, that, that's the history of the town. It's much older than Brightmoor. Well, if we're looking for likely summoning spaces of this spell, either indoors of some building, but he's done a scan of the town, we haven't detected the ritual components. Mine seems likely. It's isolated. No one's, uh, well, hardly anyone's going to be there today because of the festival. Well, my, my, my thing is, if this binding spell is happening somewhere, or at least beginning somewhere, there has to be a flashpoint. Mm-hmm. And having an eye in the sky, mm, like that's what Stuart, I was thinking, yeah. seeing and, and looking tonight, where does this flash originate from? Mm. And then the next day, we can go there. Yeah. Are you all there... meeting up in the town square at this time? Is it the goal? We'll, we'll, we'll head over that way, yeah. Was sure, there... we're getting like, a, like, a, like hot dogs and stuff. You run into <laughs> Tobin. At yeah. the, when, when the loop ends, is there... Is there a direction of the the light that we see, or is it just all encompassing? All encompassing. It? It's as if like the light is just illuminated right. all around you. What? So, so the history of this town, there have not been like major inci- incidents here whatsoever. Nothing. So Nothing what, bad's ever okay, happened. Okay, so the, there's this temple with a god that others cannot see, or. I'm wondering if the flash is the the reset, the time loop is a defense mechanism for the town or something. Some horrific incident happens that loops you through to like stop it. There hasn't been a major incident in this area because the times where there has been, there's been a time loop. There's been someone to stop it. I don't know. But Total pie in the f- in the, the sky. The monster theory. didn't appear last night. Said there'd be no real reason. It was a normal day. There's no reason for it to trigger True. that response. True. And why didn't it appear? whoever's controlling people to fight against stuff, maybe they've figured something out? We must have disrupted the conjuring of the monster yesterday, but without (laughs) knowing what it was that we did. Were you with that mage lady all night? Uh, Yes, until the flash happened. Well, no, like Mr. Hanks just said, did Mm. she have a hand in it? I very much doubt it. We, we could stay with her again this night and see what happens. What time did we go? We went to see her in the morning, right? Or like uh, no, afternoon. late afternoon, late afternoon. It's by the time you reached her, yeah. Like around this time? No, I'd still say this is clo- before noon. You're still around before noon right now. This is closer to like 10 o'clock or so. Okay, so well, what I'm saying is let's go after that time, around the time the monster would usually appear. We could, we could scope maybe her out. camp it out or something mm-hmm. and, and suss it out to see maybe she actually doesn't have a hand in this. Would. What if you guys do that and I catalog these scrolls, figure out which ones can be useful to us? On that, would the identify spell work on those scrolls? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't have it prepared for today, so I can't mm-hmm. do it today. But I mean, I could, you... t- I mean, I could just t- take them out. Okay. They go yeah. back. They reset. Let me test them out, see which ones would be useful. That'd be fun. I don't have any idea of what else to do. Yeah. Uh, can you send Stuart up as well to see if he can pinpoint where the flash is coming from? Yeah. What else can we be doing that's useful this day? You say you want to scope out the professor and this or the madam and see if she's involved somehow. We can do that, but what else? We can sit around in front of her place all day. Or it doesn't require it... all of us to do that. I'm mm-hmm. happy to do that. Let's find your brother. Mr. Hanks, we've been through this. <laughs> I don't think it's him. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what are your plans? I'm going to go to the crypt, get a whole handful of scrolls, mm-hmm. take them up above ground, send Stuart up, I want to test out these scrolls to see what they do. Mm-hmm. The ones that I know aren't the summoning ones. Okay. When it gets close to sundown or when the monster appears, usually, I want to go into Stuart and keep a lookout. Gotcha. Cool. And Garrett, what do you want to do? I want to stake out Ashgrove. She's in a tower, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to stake out the mage's tower. Love it. Mr. Hanks, where do you want to go? I'm going to follow Bellis Raythorn for the rest of the day okay. and see if he does anything unusual or suspicious. Awesome. Hana. I am going to head out of town to the mines. Okay. This is after the mayor's speech. It's before noon. You decide to go off in these different directions to follow these people to do these things. I already have your D100 roll. I will hand wave a lot of the stuff, and I'll just say what, what, what happens roughly as I'll narrate what's going on sure. for most of this stuff. So... Tobin's going to go down and he opens. And take a whole bunch of scrolls. Takes up, a whole bunch of scrolls. Back to the above ground. Okay. A, a, lot of these, a lot of these aren't like completed or they're, or they're just. Well, I'm going to the ones that are. You, you assume. So let's uh, give me a D6 as you, you're looking at six of them. Right six. Now. 
Six. Amazing. Better be. <laughs> I need a dexterity save. Against magic? Yeah. I guess it doesn't matter for me. A, a seven. A seven. For about 12 seconds, you are blind and don't know. You're just, it's like a flashbang just goes off. Great. And you're just stunned for that. For that I moment. stand there calmly. Yeah. I'm waiting for it to pass. It passes. Pull out another scroll. Go for it. What do you want? A D six? Yeah. A one. Okay. You're just opening these up, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you, you don't know. You don't know how, where. You know, like normally, you if you're casting a thing, right, or you're reading it, you could like create where it's gonna go. But some of these are auto open. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. As you open it up, I have no fear. And so I need you to roll a deck save. A nine, uh, seventeen. Ooh, awesome. Okay. Are these scrolls you take or grenades? <laughs> 17 points of fire damage <laughs> okay. as a fireball <laughs> emanates around, and you have that brief second to be like, I got it, uh, no, and you try to dodge out of the way. Cool, I pop a health potion. Okay. All right, cool, I pull out another um, scroll. Mm-hmm. Give me a constitution save. A 21. Oh, yeah, you take half, so not full. God. And, and you take... Just three points of thunder damage. Thunder damage? Is there as, a loud boom? Yeah, a loud boom as like, right. as you're just flung back, <laughs> flung back as the thunder wave emanates. It's just like a fun little like, like sequence of montages as Tobit is just trying out spells. This All is right. the middle of a cemetery. You thunder. have three left, cool. yeah. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So you open one and you see as similar to what happened with Lady Knight as this kind of uh, arcane magic... Uh, seems to wrap around you and seems to form a barrier around you. And you can choose how that barrier would look, but it is mage armor. You know immediately it's mage armor. All right, next. Uh, A bright light emanates as you open the next one, and you feel this holy form of a blessing that is wrapped around you. And you know you get to add a d4 to your rolls. And the final one, one second. A bright, fiery, red and orange light seems to radiantly spread for about 10 feet in all directions. You are healed for 24 points of health as... Oh shit, what um, spell is that? Uh, it's, it's a form of healing spell. It's something like Mass Cure Wounds. Oh, wow. Awesome. All right. And then I'm going to go into Stuart. Yes, uh, as you're cataloging these things, making a note of what they look like so you can remember it later because yep. they all look fairly identical. Yeah. You now know. We go to Mr. Hanks. Mr. Hanks, uh, you follow Bell's Raythorn. Give me a perception check with advantage because you're spending the whole day doing it. 17. We're, we're hand-waving a lot of this stuff, but mm-hmm. what you do notice throughout this whole day is that Bell's Raythorn is taking a lot of shit from a lot of rich people about his announcement. A lot of people are saying, how, how dare you? I'm glad we're going to be rid of you tomorrow. We're going to vote you out. You can't get away with this. And he's just constantly deferring these conversations. But he's making the rounds of this festival and is being seen everywhere. And from this vantage point, you also see Crespin with Nurse Whiplittle as well. And the town's all, all fairly normal. That's, that's the majority of what you see throughout this process. And Garrett, you're camped out at the Brightmoor University and you're waiting to see if Madam Ashgrove comes out to do anything. Yeah, so uh, in addition, like once I get up there, I can see, you know, maybe my vantage point isn't that good. So what I'd like to do in this time that I know she's still in there, because this is earlier in the day, like yeah. you said, I want to take a little bit of time and see if I can modify my goggles of night to be more like telescopic. Okay. So perhaps remove one of the lenses from the other side and flip it around and put it on the other one. And I want to use my artisan's tools and knowledge of these things to get it. Okay, give me a, an intelligence check. Maybe like borrow a part off of Apollo. Say, sorry, boy, I need to borrow one of your eyes. Forgiven. Oh, cool. That's a natural 15. I've got a plus three intelligence, I believe. Yeah, I think it wor- I think it'll give you a better vantage point. You won't get it. You're not going to get advantage on this roll, but you'll actually be able to see inside mm-hmm. for for a bit of it. I like that. Yeah, and if you find a good vantage point in town to spy on this, yeah. Mm. yeah. Give me a perception check. Seventeen. Seventeen. From from what you can tell, she is in her study. You can see her periodically looking out the window or like passing by her window. She doesn't leave at any point, and you wait the entire afternoon for this. But you do get a good vantage point to know that she was in there the entire time. Okay. Yeah. As as time passes. One suspect removed. <laughs> Falarhana, you yeah. head off to the mines. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a distance away. Yeah. 
and you're starting at about 10 o'clock. It's the early afternoon by the time you get to the mines. Mm -hmm. It's not abandoned. There are going to be people, you know, out there guarding it. It is a source of major wealth. Are you trying to sneak in here? What's your goal? You're going to eventually come up to what appears to be a few kind of outposts that would guard this area. but I'm thinking kind of mine core thing. Is there a place nearby? Like, is there a hill or something nearby where I can kind of go and look down at it where I can have a pretty clear view of like, are there groups of people there? Sure. Kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'll set, I'll set up in a overlook Okay. Spot. You're avoiding people and you're going to do that. Give me a perception check. Okay. That is a 22. With a 22 in the early afternoon mm-hmm. where you set up, you do notice a flash of light in the forested area of the mountain, the base of the mountain. Not at the mine, but near the mine. Like, uh, not it's a distance away from where the mine itself is. There's a flash of light you do notice with a 22 for sure. To tell exactly whereabouts would be very difficult because it's just light that's emanating, but you do see it's like a flash of light mm-hmm. from that area. This is early afternoon. Geographically, is this closer towards the rural area, like the farms and that? Yes, I mean in a roundabout way. Yes, you can get there from there. It's 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 just in the it's in the dis, uh, the the mine is off away from the town. I will, if I can, I will head over towards that. My main my main thing will be I'm trying to go as sneakily as I can. Okay, give me a, a stealth check. Uh, that's not very good. That is a six. Six, and give me a new perception check. Uh, thirteen. Yeah, you uh, you head forward as you, as you go towards that area. Hearing anything? With that perception, no, you don't hear anything. But after a, a long hike, because you're going down and you and you go throughout this whole area, you do come to what appears to be kind of a, a small outcropping in the mountain base. And as you're as you're searching around, you see the remnants of an arcane spell here. Mm-hmm. But there's no evidence of anyone here at this point. Hmm. Give me an investigation check or a survival check. Okay. I will do survival. Uh, That is a 19. A 19. Okay. With a 19. Oh, dear. (laughs) You You see (laughs) two sets of footprints, and they both disappear at different locations. The first one is large, very, very big. They match up with these kind of like hoof print-like things. I would recognize those from. Of the Orthon, yes. And the other are from... Very nice shoes. Impractically nice shoes. It's a Women's human, shoes? Yeah, human female, impractically would, would, nice shoes. As a person of high society, would I immediately know? <laughs> you don't know enough of tracking skills to know, like... <laughs> but they are surprisingly... Ah, I know the silhouette of those shoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so they, they just... They both disappear, but they both go in different directions before they disappear. One goes towards the town, the other one goes towards the side, but it looks like it's like same similar directions, but they weren't like walking side by side. Mm. That makes sense. I mean, I feel like that would have to be teleportation or something for a creature that big to not leave prints. Mm-hmm. Well, there are some of this creature sending it off and then going off in another direction. Avoid the slaughter, possibly. <laughs> uh, along with the other things, the, the arcane ritual, what you see is mm. the remnants of a sheep, very nice sheep, pure bread, high quality stock. Do I remember? Is that similar to the farmers? Yeah, I mean, the farmer was saying that someone had been poaching mm-hmm. his sheep. And you see that the footprints appear as well. Mm. They appear in the nearby area. Then you see that there's what was a makeshift pen near the mountainside as well. And you see bones and, and corpses as well. Give me an investigation or arcana check. Oh, uh, 18. 18, for which? Okay, investigation. Okay, investigation. There was an attempt to do this thing, possibly practice, like some practice attempts. Mm. You see there were a number of sheep here, a number of bones of sheep as Mm -hmm. well, as someone was attempting to do some kind of ritual. Multiple times within this day? With that role, you wouldn't know. Uh, You would say not more than a week. Mm. So the summoning has happened. I'll explore more around here, I think. There was an actual pen set up here. Mm Mm-hmm. Looking around, I don't know if there's caves or anything nearby. Like, yeah, it looks like, like a cave where the supplies were kept and things mm-hmm. like that. You do find the rem, uh, you just find the remnants of this ritual site. Yeah, as most of you spend the day doing this. If you're gonna stick around here and just try and figure out more stuff, um, totally fine. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you get to the end of the day, and that's what occurs as a blinding flash of light occurs, and you wake up at your bed.
There was no attack that day. No attack whatsoever. Meet up in town square. There we go. Your husband looks at you. Same thing as before. Yeah, I give him big, big yeah. before he even opens his mouth. Big kiss on the lips. Got to get to that festival. Yeah. You all meet up there. Uh, update everyone. So, found uh, where the ritual probably takes place. Sacrificing uh, sheep. All that goodness. Give me a D100 as well. Sorry. I'll do it this time. Yeah. 55. Cool. Awesome. Anything, so nothing from the professor in that? What, how do we no, want to, no. do we want to go to the ritual site and just get ready? Yep. You get the armor, Sorry. I'll get the scrolls. Let's lock and load. <laughs> Let's roll. Yeah. <laughs> I see you head over there to that area mm-hmm. and you camp out and you wait. Hell yeah. yeah. Everyone's gone? Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone met up? Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me a, a group stealth check to see how you hide. Do you have any rogue? Do you have any magic to help us with it? No, no. Do stealth. you take the scrolls or no? Yeah, oh, I take the scrolls. Okay, so you're, you're detouring getting the scrolls, just so I know. Cool. Yeah, I would like to, if possible. Awesome. Love it. Cool. 11. 20. 6. <laughs> 14. I want Stuart flying above as well. Okay. Sorry, don't you have minor illusion or something like that? Can you, like, put up a picture of the tree or something where we're hiding? To help yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want him as a lookout so he can let me know if yeah, someone's yeah, approaching. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so he's doing all that shit, too. Yeah, I'm concealing us. Awesome. You're hiding. You're staking this out at about midday. Wait, yeah, what's what's your strategy? Down. What's your strategy? <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Let's wait and see what happens, and then we can do whatever we want because we're immortal. But here's well, the, if we right. if if we watch this ritual and we let it happen, we might learn this a little bit, or if we rush into it mm-hmm. and fight right away, we might not learn as much as we can. True. If we watch one time, we're going to learn what they have to do. But we don't know when it's going to not happen again. We could take our chance. Garrett doesn't know if he's willing to do that, but we'll see. Okay, objectives. Identity of the person doing this. Mm-hmm. Finding out exactly how she's doing it, what she's using. Then it can be stopping it, but that's that's tertiary. That's not essential. Okay. But it's the woman who gives me apples every day. <gasps> as you say that, and as you're waiting, you notice those of you who are in tune with the arcane forces notice a kind of a movement on the side, roughly where you saw footprints starting from in the distance as you see a red-faced, hair kind of a little wild, frustrated, holding what appears to be a silver knife and a diamond in her hands, Annalise Brightmore, I knew it. marching forward towards the site where there is the, the pen of the sheep, and she's just muttering to herself, grabs the sheep. She says, I'll show them all. It'll be fine. Should be fine. As she reaches down and she starts to utter phrases in infernal. She cuts into the sheep, doing her arcane motions. As she starts to sprinkle the blood of the sheep and she utters, and those of you, those of you, just Garrett, I, I assume, speaks infernal. I speak. You speak infernal as well? Yes. You told me. I've we been didn't trying know. to read the book oh, yeah, the whole shit. time. Oh, you never got <laughs> so funny. She's calling forward a fiend from the pit of hell to do her bidding, is what you hear, and that She's the contract is... She's <laughs> calling forward a demon from the pit of hell. As, realize, as she summons... I realize the demon has true sight, so we're going to be fucking And then, summoned. as like a gate physically opens on this plane of existence, and out from the gate, this Orthon, this creature that you've seen so often, steps forward and then looks to her. And you see as he looks to her, and she just starts screaming at him, Redfeet just goes, I have orders for you. It's very simple. I, and he, he looks at her and he says, I know, I know. You want me to go to the town. I got it. She's like, what? and she's stunned as he looks at her. Um, and she says, you haven't heard my orders. Very important. What do you need to do? As he, as he looks at her, and then looks about as he seems to not be paying attention to her as she starts to yell at him. And you hear that she's yelling at him that the, the job is simple. He, she needs to, he needs to go and murder Bellis Raythorn and cause as much chaos as possible. And then she says, but it's very important, very important that the last thing you do as he holds a hand up and looks to her and says, we're not alone yes you are <laughs> guys there's somebody else here besides us <laughs> come out i walk out yeah, as, as you step out i say yeah what is that last thing that's so important that you have to get done It'd be a shame if someone was to stop him from doing it he hasn't even heard what it is yet is it just you just garrett <laughs> yeah. is it 
Also Elenge. kind of as well. Yeah. As the Orthum looks at you two, and he turns to he turns to Annalise Primar, says, "Listen, okay, lady, I just look. I liked your plan. It was fun for the past few years. I love it. It's very fun." Totally cool. You called on me. You said cause a lot of chaos. Very important. I get it. The last thing that I need to do is that when your husband steps up to me and he says back off, then I'm supposed to go oh, and run away as if he scared me off. I get it. I get it. But you know what? It's not fun to watch your husband piss his pants every day for years because you know what? Your husband's a coward. He's never going to stand up to me. This is a bad plan and I've, I've had enough of it. it you see this Orthon is just letting loose years of frustration at this point, where he looks at it, he's like, and these these assholes step up to me, and I don't know what changed. <laughs> it's been very fr- Look, I love murder. Murder's my thing, okay? I'm totally down for the murder. <laughs> and I don't know why you keep calling me day after day, and only suddenly I realized why. But I think it's time for you to realize that your plan is not good as he turns to her and he appears to cast a spell towards her and she looks to you and for a brief second she is illuminated in this sickly red light as just her eyes just go super bright and that light seems to infuse inside her and she's just shaking from something as he looks to rest he's like it'll take a moment just are you, are, are you showing her? Is that what? Are you like showing her the loops? Or it'll be fine. Oh, uh, as, he, as he turns to you, <laughs> and he looks at her and says, "I realize the contract is broken at this point, and I'm gonna pay a big price for this, but it's so fucking worth it." As he takes what appears to be something from his bag, and then he places his hand upon her head, and he leaves this red smear of blood on her on her head and she comes back down and what appears to be years worth of loops are like neo in the matrix uploaded into her as she looks and says what what have you done to me is a lady fuck off <laughs> give me an arcana, arcana check 17 right. uh, 15 Eight. Nine. <laughs> For those of you who got above a 15, you can see that his skin starts to dry up and kind of crackle as he has a huge amount of pain shoot through him. And you can tell that he has broken something close to the equivalent of like a GS spell, which is a spell of binding you to do a, a deed as he takes a huge amount of damage. Roll for that. If we kill him now, we get the XP, guys. Hit the killing blow. <laughs> I just start firing indiscriminately. <laughs> and she turns and she says, Oh, I see it. And she looks at you for it's you. You stop them. You stop all of it. So if I kill you, I can have what I want. Everyone roll for initiative. Oh shit. <laughs> hey big <laughs> big guy. Can you help us? He's rolling for initiative too. He's not dead, but he has taken a shit a shitload of pain. Uh, <laughs> I know you're a real asshole, but you want to help us kill this? This is a time to roll. Shit. Oh shit. Okay, we're back in. The Orthon has just seemingly placed some kind of blood upon Annalise Brightmore, who has summoned it. You found out that Annalise Brightmore is the person that's been summoning this Orthon. She is seemingly understands and has lived through all of the many, many loops the Orthon has as well. She turned to you as a group and said, I realize now all I have to do is get rid of you and it'll all be fine. And everyone rolled for initiative as the Orthon took a severe amount of damage for violating the orders that it was given. Yeah. Awesome. Here we go. Tobin, your first act. You're in the bushes. You're hiding. We have Tobin hiding in the bushes with... Mr. Squeaks, who's now uh, Stuart, I believe, flying overhead. Stuart is flying overhead. We have uh, Tom Hanks hiding in the bushes as well, uh, believing he is a a god upon this earth and cannot die ever. (laughs) (laughs) We have Garrett Garrett and Fralarhana standing forward, facing off with Apollo near Garrett. 
and the Orthon is on its knees having just taken that damage next to Annalise Brightmore. Tobin, you're the first act. What would you like to do? I would like to do a uh, perception check of the monster to see how much damage it took, how it's looking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Give me a perception check. One. A natural one? I'm blinded by my own oh illusion. Oh my god, I think everything's <laughs> just hitting you and you're just like, oh, I don't shit. understand what's happening. She was giving me an apple. You, you're in the bushes and you can see what you're up against. Not, not alone, not just the monster that has killed you and your friends multiple times easily, but also now- The woman who gave me apples. Spellcaster. Yeah, the woman who kept giving you apples. Yeah. Cool, I cycle through my scrolls and I pull out a scroll of summoning. Okay. And I would like to summon the skeletons as close to her as possible. Okay, yeah, it's a, it requires concentration to keep it up, just for you to keep keep note of. Cool. It is, uh, four skeletons appear within 90 feet, so you can choose wherever cool. you want. Cool, let's surround her. Uh, it, oh, sorry, it takes one minute to cast, it's a casting time of one minute. But I'll allow it to be. Well, well, if you know what, because I, I actually did this when Willow had it. I rolled for it. If you want instantaneous, you can force the skeletons to come forward. Just roll a d4 for me plus one, and that's how many skeletons will come. So potentially all right, of them. Force. If you get five, then all of them come immediately. Great. Actually, just a d4, just a d4, but minimum one will appear. Yeah. Three. So three total. Three skeletons appear by forcing the magic to occur in an instant moment. Right. Perfect. As you open that scroll from within the bushes and you utter the arcane words and you see the energy illuminates and from the ground beneath, near Annalise Brightmore, these skeletons just claw their way out of the earth to face off against her and she looks around, confused how they, they've arrived. What? What? What is going on? Who's doing this? And and any bonus action or anything else uh, you'd like no, to No, I'm going to try to stay hidden. Okay. I have your stealth roll from before. Awesome. It is Annalise Brightmore's turn. Show me what you got. <laughs> Annalise Brightmore takes out her arcane focus, which she's using the silver dagger that she used as she seems to carve a rune into the air. And from below, from the area where the sheep was sacrificed earlier, she calls forward these corpses to start coalescing together to form these mingled zombie-like creatures that stand up of their own accord. That is her action as she calls forward. As she speaks infernal, she can speak it fluently as she calls forward these creatures to coalesce into, into the plane of existence. She turns to you, Garrett, and to you, Falerhana, and she says, so sorry you'll be leaving this plane of existence. Uh, and it is the Orthon's turn. I say to him, Hey, little help? The Orthon looks at you. <clears throat> what? We just want to talk. You want to talk to what? To you. <laughs> We've talked a lot of times. No, not really. I mean a lot. Uh, I can't remember them, though. Okay, well, your name is Garrett Margrave. You have a, <laughs> you have a brother who's who's having a kid. I found that out a while Ask ago. Ask him if he can do the blood uh, thing to you. <laughs> I get the sentiment, but can we talk again after this is done? No, the thing is, is I'm going to murder you as well, because I do enjoy killing, and I'm going to do this one final job, because at least maybe I can get off a little lighter, okay? All right. No hard feelings. Doesn't have to be this way, buddy. Ah, uh, it has to be this way. So I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I don't know. It took us out with one hit last time. Yeah. <laughs> We got this. We level four. <laughs> How far yeah, can my you AC and call, but you really have to prepare it at the beginning of the day, right? Yeah. It takes so long for the town watch to get here. <laughs> I was thinking about... Uh, he takes. He's going to take aim. Sheep. He takes his crossbow out, stands up. <clears throat> uh, he is hurt, and he's going to aim. He knows of all the people so far. He can't see. He, he. Oh, no, he can. He can see with true sight. He can see Mr. Hanks. He knows Mr. Hanks is the most dangerous of, of you in terms of physically doing damage right now. <laughs> And he's going to aim through, and he's going to make an attack at Mr. Hanks. Mr. Hanks get a little bit of cover from the skeletons. Yeah, Mr. Hanks does get cover, yes. While, while that's uh, happening, so be, I look at Tobin yeah. and I say, yeah. thank God we're behind the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell you, they're not real bushes, and he can see right through it. What? Okay, that oh, is... But you're a god, so don't worry. That's, that's a, right. With cover, it got a 24 to hit. Uh, so that wasn't too good on the roll, but uh, what is your AC? I think it's like 13. 25. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. It deals 14 points of piercing damage plus 18 points of lightning damage. I need you to do a constitution save as he pulls at the, and seems to aim into the bushes as she looks at him. So, what are you doing? Shoot at the ones we can see. Constitution right save, you said. Yes. Uh, 21. 21, great. You saved out of it. That's awesome. 
right, right, right. As as you know this, you know this arrow as it like embeds in you, and you push through the paralysis that was going to uh, take your body, the thing that uh, led to your death, the second to last time. I've ridden this horse before. <laughs> it is now Mr. Hanks' turn. Mr. Hanks, what would you like to do? Tobin, I think he knows where we are. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. It's all gonna be fine. And I would like to, wait, so if I take the potion outright, how much can you heal? Maximum if you use the action to do it, yeah. What's the max? Ten. Ten. Eh, truck it. And I will just come cascading out of the bushes. In a rage-like way? Yes, of course. If you raise rage, that's a bonus action, so that would take away your ability to take the potion. Yeah, I know. Okay, cool. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to rage. I'm going to attack recklessly. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to go straight for the Orthon. Okay, to do that, you're. Oh, how, what's the It's pretty far away. You can do it if you take attacks of opportunity. No, uh, would, how about uh, Annalise? To get to her, it's the same thing, roughly. And I'm a god. I'll take that attack of opportunity okay. and go right for Annalise Brightbow. Okay. As your rage, I'm gonna Are you die, raging? guys. I'm 13 you're raging, raging. already. Yeah. You're raging? He okay. just about leveled me with one hit. <laughs> we all have to, Tom. That's what the drugs are for. That is a 14 to hit. Yeah, my armor class is 14. Okay, hits. Oh, that is a silly rule. It As it break slams into you, dealing seven points of bludgeoning damage, have to three. Three points of bludgeoning damage as it sl- <laughs> slams into you, the zombie. <laughs> as you Stupid race forward, zombie. racing to Annalise Brightmore. Don't you know I'm a god? <laughs> Go for it. And I... Oh, thank God. I rolled a nat 20. Nat 20! Oh, yes. Awesome! Oh. That's awesome. Go for it. That hits. Mm-hmm. Roll damage. Mm-hmm. Die, you're gonna... 1d8. Help me out. Nice. Here. 2d8. And then you add your uh, bonuses one. Wait, but why is it 2d8? Because it's a nat 20? Yeah, so 15. 15. Okay. 15 damage. Good smack, but, Tom. By the way, thanks. thanks. As you cut oh. into her. Oh. Okay, yeah. She tries to maintain concentration, and she succeeds. Just a focuses in on you. reminder, she, so I've given her a good whack. Yes. She's now under the guise yes. of those ancestral protectors, mm-hmm. so you guys are all... Um, Protected by attacks from her right. in terms of Right, and she's at disadvantage if she attacks you. Yes, but right. I, and she focuses in on you. you you're, it's advantage against you? Or? I just don't get any benefits. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Does that apply to the skeletons, which are our allies? Anything that isn't me. Yeah, if she attacks anything The first you. creature, okay. so she I attack her, she has disadvantage yep. on any attack fair that enough. isn't against you. Yeah, cool. fair enough, fair enough, cool. fair enough. Amazing. Yeah, you come in and you hack into her, and she tries to maintain that concentration, and she manages to do it. It is Garrett's turn. Garrett and Apollo, what would you like to do? All right. I look at this demon, Orthon. I don't know what his name is. Steve, maybe. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, um, uh, as I'm looking at him, I'll say, don't disappear on us. And I'm going to cast Fairy Fire. Go for it. Uh, so pretty much everybody in the immediate vicinity, including Mr. Hanks, her, him, the zombie. Uh, don't worry, this is non-damaging. Needs to roll a uh, dexterity saving throw. Okay. Anybody that is below 13 fails. Okay. The zombies fail. Annalise fails. The Orthon succeeds. Uh, one okay. skeleton fails. We'll say the red skeleton fails. 13 for me. All of the, the creatures uh, in the area <laughs> are outlined in light. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, everybody who failed uh, for the duration uh, affected creatures shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. Any attack roll against affected affected creatures uh, or objects. Oh, it's magic, yeah? Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah. If the attacker can see it. You get an advantage um, on the attacks. And they cannot benefit from being invisible. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, the Orthon succeeded it, but Throw. everyone else failed. What was... Oh, everyone else said. Below. Yeah. Unfortunately, which is the opposite of what I wanted, but... But it has... It was a low... Oh, it's it's, it's no, dex is quite high, though. and... The oh, no, it's... Really one more time. Oh, what, was, what was the number? 13? 13. Okay. So then I got 13. Okay, good. Awesome. All right. And uh, <laughs> then I'm going to move outwards, like stalk around the back of Falarhana here. Yeah. I can see that Mr. Hanks has it under control. I've got it, Garrett. We're never going to die. Okay, I'm going to move uh, 30 feet all the way around to get a good line of sight on the Orthon. And then I'm going to tell Apollo 
to follow me. Using my bonus action, I'm going to command my steel defender and say, Apollo, come here. Get him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've already calculated it. Apollo's going to move 40 feet all the way around. Mm-hmm. Just races across. Make it to there. Speed. Not incur because of the mm-hmm. way that I moved. Oh, so uh, my turn uh, ends yep. after I move there, and I use my bonus action to tell him what to do. And then it's uh, Apollo's turn, who acts directly after me. And he runs right up to the Orthon. And he is going to take the uh, attack action on Go for it. it. Yeah. Uh, so this is force-empowered rend. Uh, he bears his mechanical teeth. And uh, goes to take a bite. That's going to be uh, a 22 to hit. 22 hits for sure, as, it, as it bites into him. So it's going to be four points of force damage. Okay. Four points as it bites into the Orthon. <laughs> Stupid mutt. As it bites in. Amazing. It is now the zombies' turn. Zombies are going to march forward. Two of them are going to attack Mr. Hanks. Another one's going to attack one of the skeletons. And the final one is going to attack Fowler Hanna, who is standing there. Hello. Gets Mr. Hanks. Oh, with advantage. Okay, that is a 13 hit. Uh, That's a miss. Okay, cool. Uh, Second one against Mr. Hanks. Oh my god, two twos. Uh, So it does not hit for sure. Amazing. One's gonna attack the skeleton. Oh my god. Uh, now you get a good roll. <laughs> that is a 24 to hit. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Dealing seven points of bludgeoning Ooh, damage ouch. to that skeleton. Down six. Amazing. And then to Falarhana. Yep. God, these zombies are rolling shit. That's a nine to hit. Does not hit as it stress a slam and hit you. Misses entirely. It is now the skeleton's turn. The skeleton, go for Great. it. Um, they're gonna focus on Annalise. Okay. They're all gonna yeah. attack Annalise. Go for it. It's a six. Okay, does not hit. 14. Uh, 14 against Annalise, oh. hits. Ooh, great. Seven damage. Her spell, just so you know, is not a concentration spell. I'm reading it now. Her spell okay. that she did is not, con- yours is concentration. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Hers was animating the dead. Cool. Uh, right. So Fine. it's not concentration. Uh, I'm just letting you know. And last skeleton swings. A 12 hits as well. Mm. Uh, so two hits. <gasps> and this one, five points of damage. Okay. She's not doing too well. She's looking pretty bloodied as she's like taking all these hits in a row. <laughs> I haven't fought in so long. It is now Mr. Squeak's turn. What would you like Mr. Squeak's to do? Uh, Stuart is going to fly Stuart, above, sorry. and he's going to distract the Orthon if possible. Okay, to provide disadvantage. Yes. Um, he's going to have to fly in to, to create that. Yeah, man. Okay. Swarm through the eyes. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Love Shut it. Through. Wonderful. Squawk into his ears. And it is Falarhana's turn. Falarhana, what would you like to do? Dear, uh, looking at Annalise with the just most withering disdain, just like you are stupid. This isn't going to work. We've died before. We're just going to kill you, and we're going to enjoy every second of it. And I'll raise both hands to uh, her and the Orthon, and I'll cast a Mind Sliver, and I will twin it using my sorcery points. Hell yeah. Uh, so both of them need to make a... Intelligence, yeah. Yes, intelligence saving throw. She gets a 25. Oh, okay, she's a smart <laughs> lady. She's a spellcaster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah of course, that's fine. Yeah. And it's against magic. Uh, that is a 13. Th- oh, so he does not make it. Ooh, so he nice. takes a... Uh, he takes four damage, psychic. And uh, he subtracts one d4 from the next saving throw he does. Okay, so just a d4. Oh, 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 yes. Oh, she. Both of them are, like, not looking good as just this, their minds, as that that spell emanates. So um, she seems to withstand it, but the Orthon, obviously he's been weakened by everything that's going on already. Seems uh, like a lot's been taking out of him. Okay. Uh, Then I'm going to, for bonus action, I'll use Misty Step to uh, bamf away. Yeah, yeah, I can do. Yeah, Yeah, totally fine. As you attempt to do that, using her reaction, <laughs> she counterspells it. No. She's a very powerful mage. She is. It takes a very powerful mage, as was said in the well, reason right, to, to make this happen. Sure, of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, of course. That's, that's just mean. When you have uh, a lot of time, like uh, like some yeah. people do, and a lot of money, you can do whatever you want. That's um, true. Uh, that is, that's uh, your, you still have movement if you'd like. This campaign is all about the class system. I knew yep. it, yes, man. it is. No, yep. I've been, I'm, exactly. I was so up for your revolution. Hey, it can still happen. <laughs> um, yeah, I will move back. Uh, so, yeah, backing away from Zombies. Awesome, yeah. As far back, so 30 feet. Heck yeah. Cool. It is back to the top of the round. It is Tobin. Tobin, you're watching as all this happens. This chaos is unfolding. Go for it. 
Um, I am going to uh, cast Fireball so it only hurts uh, the Orthon, Annalise, and I guess two skeletons. Okay. So I'm going to cast Fireball. It's a 20-foot radius behind the Orthon. Yes, you, you can definitely do it. It'll hit your skeleton. It'll hit the Orthon. It'll also hit Stuart. <gasps> go for oh, it. Oh, how high does the Fireball go? 20 feet up. 20 feet up. All right, hey, man, Stuart, you did your job. Yeah. Fireball it is. See ya. Go for All it. Right. Can you give disadvantage? Uh, it's already a D4 minus yeah. as well. Okay, so fireball. I need the skeleton to do a dexterity save. She's going to do a dexterity save. You want me to do one, one just for all of them? It's just one skeleton that's going to get hit. Oh. Of course. 14. Okay. Skelly, bro. That's a skelly, bro. So it was a 22 minus 1 for the Orthon. It has bad intelligence, but it has good yeah. Uh, yeah, it dexterity. Yeah, it makes sense. Of um, but Annalise, let's see what she can get. Nat one, full damage to her. Nice. Oh, Go for it. Maybe can I have my killer? No. Oh, and uh, Stuart, I, I don't think can take any of this. It's gonna, and the skeleton for sure, I think. Well, it defense. We'll see. Uh, so 29 total damage. 29 total damage. Okay. Uh, what you see is a, a massive flame erupts from within the forest, and she goes hit. And as the flames overtake her, she looks to you, Falerhana, in the distance, and she says, "You're right." You're totally right. I wasn't ready, but I will be. As flames erupt around her and she is charred to a cinder and she is down. Oops. Take her Uh-oh. off the board. As the, the zombies are still present. Are there are there any trees that I can hide behind? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I have your uh, Great. stealth that you're I'm still hiding, but now you have to hide again, yeah. Okay, can I run behind a tree so he can't shoot me? Yeah, I, you can stand, you're in such a way, but everyone knows where you are now by doing that. You have to call out and everyone knows where you are. Yeah. Right, so I'm going to step back. More getting cover as opposed yeah, to getting, hiding. Yeah, yeah, getting yeah, cover. Trying to get cover. I want to get cover behind a tree so yeah. he can't shoot me with a crossbow. If you are awesome. drop prone, they have disadvantage on ranged attacks against you. I'm going to drop prone. Awesome. It is the Orthon's turn. You, your, your contract's broken. You, you don't have to fight us anymore. Contract still exists. What's but, causing the loop? Tell us before you die. Yep. Be useful. That would ruin the fun. Not for us. I know. It's going to make an attack against you, Tobin, even with the cover it really wants to hit. I'm also prone. Oh. Yep. Yeah. fear. It's just a 15 to hit. Cool. I'm going to cast shield. Shield. Bang. It pops Hold up and it, and it goes off. Still, ah. you and Falarhana in that area need to make a dexterity save. You need to make it with disadvantage because you're prone on the ground. <laughs> good roller. <laughs> I'm not a good roller. I got a one. One. Dex save? Yeah. Uh, 18. 18. Awesome. So, Feller Honey, you managed to shield your eyes as an immense light illuminates uh, Tobin. The light burns your retina, and you can't see anything. You take two points of radiant damage, and you need to do a concentration check. All right. Five. Five of these skeletons disappear. Who just took damage? Just you. Yeah. She covered it, so she takes none. Yeah. As the Orthon does that, and in that moment, it looks about and goes, oh, this will be fun. Okay. <laughs> it, it really what do you won't. say? It really won't. You're Another go around. You're going to die. Mr. Hanks. Oh, oh. It is Mr. Hanks's turn. Mr. Hanks, what would you like to do? As the Orthon is just vanished, I call out, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I've eternal struggle. Tele- Two gods locked in battle. <laughs> and then I... Tele- telekinetically, <laughs> you hear overwhelmingly in your head, Oh, I hope so. Oh, I ruined the fun for now. God. And then I swing at the nearest zombie, I guess. Go for it, yeah. There's two WWE superstars pointing at the sign. A cleave or something? Uh, now that's not in this. Yeah. Recklessly, of course. Yeah. 20. Natural, Natty. Natural Nat 20? 20? Oh. Heck yeah, roll damage. This yeah. guy. Man, we really need a, we need a crit table. That would be another 15. 15 damage to that zombie? Amazing. It is still fine. Fine. Give me a perception check or a nature check. Anyone who's within who can see it, I guess. So uh, uh, Garrett and Tom Hanks can perception. Oh, man, I just wasted my natty 20. <laughs> <laughs> I got a natural 20. Natural 20. Your understanding of the arcane arts and what she had done. These zombies are powered and charged and have more life and vigor because someone who is a master oh. necromancer summoned them. So it's not just a light. So more than 22 HP. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Mr. Hanks, yeah, you, you chop into one and you hack it aggressively and possibly chop off an arm, but it just kind of looks at you. 
will draw to you too. Okay, amazing. It is now Garrett's turn. Garrett, what would you like to do? All right, I see every. I I literally do. There's zombies yeah. right there. I'm going to move right up to Mr. Hanks. Yeah, as he rush over to Mr. Hanks' side. I'm behind him, and as I do, uh, I call out to him, Mr. Hanks, hold on! And I am casting Cure Wounds on him. Uh, so as I do, I, I put a hand out and uh, touch his arm and uh, a little needle, like goes, Ooh, and it him. Uh, so that is going to be uh, ugh, five points of healing. Better than nothing. Better than nothing. Awesome. Bonus actions or? Yep, my bonus action, I'm gonna tell Apollo Mm-hmm. to come over here and attack. He's going to come right up okay. next to me yeah. and get in between uh, me and some of the zombies and also between Mr. Hanks, and I'm going to tell him to attack the, the zombie that uh, attacked Mr. Hanks. Woof, woof. Bite. Yeah, <laughs> just just bite. That's right, Apollo. Thanks, buddy. Probably going to miss with an eight. An eight is their AC as it hits. Bam! Wow. Bam, as it bites it. Lucky dog. Uh, that's going to be uh, seven points of force damage. Awesome. Force damage as it bites into it and, and starts to grab on and slams into the zombie in front of you, defending you as it growls, grr, grr. It is now the zombie's turn. The one's going to attack Apollo. The other two are going to attack Mr. Hanks. The, the white one yeah. that's within five feet of Apollo but not attacking it mm-hmm. is going to impose disadvantage okay. using his so reaction. So just a normal attack from it. Okay, that is a 13 to hit from the white one. Oh, you miss. Okay, you're miss. welcome. Yay. Awesome. Thank you. Good boy, Apollo. Appreciate that. Really do. That is a nat 20 against Apollo. And now the other two are going to attack you, Mr. Hanks. That is a 25 to hit. And that is a <laughs> another hit for sure. Okay, so against Apollo, nine points of bludgeoning damage mm-hmm. against Mr. Hanks. 13 halved to six, six points of bludgeoning damage as they slam into you. Oh, that felt funny. It is Falerhana, Falerhana. You are off in the distance. Just having that, oh God, we have problems. But right now, let's deal with this. Um, I'm gonna come a bit forward, a bit closer, and I'm going to prepare to cast a magic missile for when the Orthan appears. Okay, So yeah. ready in the spell. Gotcha, awesome, wonderful. As you step forward, readying for when the Orthon appears. It is Tobin's turn. Tobin, go for it. What would you like to do? You are prone on the ground and blind. Oh, I'm blind. Uh, someone with true sight, can they see invisible creatures? Yes, I believe so. I need to double check. Yeah, uh, sure. I'm blind until the end of my turn until I do a check. No, uh, you're just blind. I'll let you know when it's done. <laughs> That's not blind. good. Okay, interesting. Well, um, I'm going to ready an action of shocking grasp if I sense someone is next to me. If you sense someone is next to you, shocking grasp. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. It is... And I'm gonna stand up. Yep. You stand up from prone as you're kind of in a, in a world of darkness. <laughs> Get my hands ready. It is now the Orthon's turn. That is a 23. 23 to hit you, Falarhana, as from behind, appearing from behind. Uh, 11 points of slashing damage. I need to do a constitution saving throw. Is it the silver dagger? It's an infernal oh. dagger. Is the dagger the dagger still on the ground? Probably. It's five. Yeah. Sorry. Five. five. You take twenty-six points of damage. God damn! I wish Stuart were still alive. <laughs> and you Am are, I dead? Dead. What is your total health now? I'm on seven right now. My max health is eighteen. You in that moment? Oh shit! <laughs> as it stabs into you. Oh, this was fun. Bam! Yeah, go for it. Yeah, your final action. Go for it. Uh, oh. Take it, you with me. Yeah, dick. So that is four darts. 14 damage to it. Ooh, he is not looking good at all as Bam. it <laughs> impacts on. I'll just say, the dagger. You suck. <laughs> as, as you die. And using its bonus action, again, invisible. It is now Mr. Hanks' turn. Mr. Hanks, what would you like to do? I will chop. The nearest zombie. Go for it. Recklessly. Uh, 18. Hits. Go for it. Roll damage for the zombie bite. Uh, that would be 8. Uh, it's not looking too good as you hack at it a second time. As it <laughs> stays upright. It is Garrett and Apollo's turn. Garrett, what would you like to do? Uh, first, I'd like to do see if I can determine whether or not this guy is teleporting or if he's actually going invisible and moving. Give me a perception check. Good call. Check. Good call. Uh, that's going to be a 19. 
uh, you can hear him around you. You know he's moving. He's not teleporting. Okay. Can I maybe get a general idea? Is he to the north, south, east, west? You think he's going away from you. Okay. I can just imagine uh, there's, there's like an old Looney Tunes or something where like a rhinoceros is doing ballet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. he goes like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> be towing around. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can I see the silver dagger? Yes, it's on the ground. Uh, am I able to pick it up? Uh, yeah, you can pick it up if you want. Object interaction, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I pick up the dagger mm-hmm. and I look around at uh, everybody and I say... I'll see you tomorrow, guys. And as a bonus action, I cast Expeditious Retreat on myself. Okay, yeah. And I piss bolt out of there. I'm using all of it to dash back to the town. Okay. I should theoretically be able to move three times speed up to 90 feet. Okay, you move 90 feet in the direction of your choice. (laughs) Does Apollo come? Uh, No, yeah, I tell Apollo to follow me. Okay. Uh, Apollo races off. He follows me. Amazing. Wonderful. Sorry. The zombies focus in on Mr. Hanks. See you tomorrow, Garrett. (laughs) Bye. As they all surround you. Come on. That is a 26 to hit, a 20 to hit, 16 to hit. See ya. Hit, hit, hit. (laughs) He's got this, guys. That is a 10 to hit. Miss, idiot, (laughs) stupid. 16 half to 8 bludgeoning damage as it slams into you. Uh, I'm still alive. <laughs> so he's like, whoa, whoa, slam, slam, slam. You were just in the middle of this thing. <laughs> oh my god. Can there be like an Jesus extra Christ. rage for when you're reduced to that? Oh my god. I have one hit point. Oh it's my god. Tobin, it's, it's your turn and your eyesight returns to you and you can see around you. Uh, you see, see oh. you see your sister dead in the ground oh God. ahead of you. You see zombies swarming Mr. Hanks in the, Mr. In the clearing Hanks. ahead of you. And yeah, you see the dead body great. of Annalise Sprite-Moore. <laughs> you don't see the Orthon anywhere. And in the distance, you see Garrett racing off. Uh, can I listen to see if I can hear Perception, the Orthon? Perception, yes. Uh, six. You can't seem to sense it anywhere. I'm so sorry. It's, so it's bonus to stealth already is above the six. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And it has advantage with being invisible. Those twinkle toes. All right. Uh, now, the, the path that he took, is it lined by trees? Is that like the clearest path someone would take to get to town? Ask Garrett, did, did you take the clearest path or are you just racing towards that direction? Yeah, yeah, because it would, yeah, I imagine it would be difficult to rain. What I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to figure out is yeah. if someone's going to follow them, are they most likely going to go that way? You don't know. One would assume, like, he's trying to be stealthy. Why would he give his position away by pushing through the trees or stuff like that? Or yeah. Or you might want to stop the zombies. That's true. Um, I'm going to moving towards the path, uh, and then you, you as you start to race forward in that <laughs> direction, you uh, immediately uh, blinking in with an opportunity attack as you race past. Oh, it's with advantage. Same, same roll both times. Oh, uh, it's a 28 to hit. That okay, dagger slices into you. Where are you going? Deals. To grandmother's house? <laughs> uh, 14 points of slashing damage. God. And I need a constitution save throw. Dice have not been good today. <laughs> oh, 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 no. What'd you get? A one. Now, okay. A lot of ones today for I you, know. man. That is 16 <laughs> points of poison damage. Uh, you're mm-hmm. poisoned. I am down. Are you dead? No. Uh, you're down. As on the ground, and you see as he like stabs through your back. Where are you going? As he stabs into you, and you're down. You're poisoned. Disadvantage on your death saving. Right. Okay. All right. Go. 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 Oh my God. Uh. Okay. And there you go. Sorry, Mr. Hanks. Don't worry about it. There's always next time. You're just letting the zombies jump. It's yet. the <laughs> Orthon's turn, and Mr. Hanks, you see the Orthon in the distance, and it looks at you, and then it looks at Garrett, and then it smiles. And it's going to race forward to I you. smile right back. <laughs> and it's going to race forward to stab you with its dagger on its turn as it rushes forward, just like clomping on the body of Valorhana as it does so. That is a 15 to hit. Oh, oh. just hits. Oh, really? <laughs> is it more than two? <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's eight points of damage. Half to four. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm down. You're down. Then, you never know, with death saving throws, you might be able to actually stand yeah. up. If you get an at 20 on it. <laughs> Mr. Hanks, it's your turn. Do you want to roll the death save or me? You can roll it. Okay. 
Please tell us. Nat 20! Yeah. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Pops back up. I was really excited oh. for this. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm I saw it, but I wanted to like, fuck with you. As, as Mr. Hanks <laughs> stabilizes <laughs> with one oh. health. Because, because it's a Nat 20. I will allow you an attack if you want. <laughs> oh. Finish the fight. I will attack that Orthon. As you're on the ground, yeah. Recklessly, if it's allowed. Yes, 100% it's allowed. It's fucking, it's fucking crazy. <gasps> no! Not 20! Yes! Oh my god. Not 20! <laughs> All right, do it! 16. Nice. Yes. Oh my god. Mr. Hanks. <laughs> I told you, I'm a god. And you just re describe what happens as you kill this Orthon. I nice. swing my sword back and underhandedly thrust upward into the bottom of its jaw <laughs> as it splits through the cleaving oh, its front Christ. skull in twain and then pull it out so it splits to the front of its face wide open. Oh my god, Huge. and as that happens, the Orthon, the magic that's binding this creature, just explodes out from <laughs> it as as that happens, as you stab and you cleave between, it just explodes as this explosion spreads out for 30 feet, just 30 feet, 30 <laughs> feet miles. over here. <laughs> all of the zombies and yourself all eradicated in that moment as it just kills all of them. And the last thing you see is you killing this thing and I die laughing. <laughs> Garrett. Jesus. You're out of combat. Oh my god. Did this you're make a noise? Like you, you, hear, you hear an explosion and see fire in the background behind you. And laughter. <laughs> the maniacal laughter like, of Tom Hanks. Eyes wide, just like absolute fear of the gods in him. And he's just like full like Terminator running because, you know, oh, Expeditious yeah. Retreat is like dum, 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 and he's just running like that all the way back to town. You make it back to town. Where do and you go? I keep on running through, like, you know when Forrest Gump runs out of the gate and he, like, does that weird, like, lean turn? That's he's doing that, like, through the streets and he runs all the way back to uh, Lady Knights. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you make it back to Lady Knights, who you had seen earlier this day grabbing your armor from her. Yeah. Is the door open? Like, is this open yeah, sign she's there? open, yeah. Bang it up. <laughs> Lady ah. Mr. Margrave, nice yeah. to see you. Yeah, good to see you. Just give me a sec. All oh. right, I'm, I'm not the one who catches his breath. In. All right, Lady Knight, we, uh, we we killed we killed the thing maybe or it killed us. I don't oh, know. Oh great! So we, we're um, done. No, Wonderful. not yet. Uh, it's gonna happen again. What? Probably tomorrow. But I've got this silver dagger. It was used to help summon the Orthon. Mm -hmm. I need to put it in your little safe space. Sure. I need yeah. to, I need to put this in the protected realm area. Okay, sure. I'll do this. No, I, I want to. I, I need to make sure it happens. You want to put it in there? I need to put it in there. Okay. Is it going to kill me going in there? No, it's just risky. But let's go. I need to make sure this goes in here. Sure. Come so with me. Ben's smirking at me, but I don't know if it's you <laughs> or Ben. Come along. Okay. As she turns with you, she unlocks the door and opens it as this gate opens up to the astral plane, and you see the yawning existence through eternity through that door. Like Dolly clock smell. She looks at <laughs> like says, after you. I, I, do I just jump in or? As long as I'm holding the key, you can step through. Do, do we need to hold hands or something? I like put my hand out. You go for it. It'll make me more comfortable if you, we do it together. I don't care about you as a person. Okay, well that was uncalled for, but <laughs> all right, I'll jump through. Sure. She guides you through. As she steps in behind you, uh, the gate disappears and she looks at you and you're just on that plane of existence she was there before. I give her like the grimace and all that. Like, Do you like what you've done with the place? Oh, this isn't the storeroom. Ah, oh, come on. Mr. Margrave, wait one second. As she steps over towards what appears to be solid stone, mm -hmm. you see light emanating from her hand as stairs go downwards. Come. Okay. <clears throat> okay. She leads down into the pitch black darkness. Dog is the night. Awesome. 
as as he's <laughs> <down. You> see, <laughs> and and what you see as she takes you down to uh, a room at the base of this place is arcane depictions on the wall of that creature that you saw what you think of as Tina and just it's like it's a living temple to this eldritch being and you see lining the walls are different mystical items uh, potions and arcane ingredients and she says we can place it here along with your other items that you make me store every day great thank you is this you the picture it was me yes long ago it was beautiful and you see this horrific nightmarish creature (laughs) she looks at it longingly like (sighs) yes those were the days yeah wow and i just kind of start like you know taking off the armor and but now i am just a bit player in your story it appears (laughs) well i mean you know you know you never know things might change fortunes change (laughs) i was stuck in a time loop right you might be oh yeah i don't understand every day you come to me I know I need to leave this loop at some point, but from my own notes, no matter how far I go within the astral plane, I always wake up the same way. I've kept quite an extensive log. Wow. Have you tried staying in here? Or can you not do that? Yes, I have. I wrote down letters to myself. Wow. So only objects stay, but living things don't? Well, from what I can understand, transferring to another plane of existence changes where you start in the loop, but time is fixed for all of us here. Well, fun times. <laughs> All right, uh, hit the dusty trail. <laughs> <laughs> I should be going. I'm gonna I, roll I, you one wanna, time for her. <laughs> you want to go grab a drink or something? Uh, against her better judgment, she's sure I'll grab a drink. As she leads you back up to the top, she opens the door uh, with her spell and she shoves you through. <laughs> oh, and it closes. Closes it behind. Oh, I see myself out then. Am I on the plane or the? Upstairs? No, you're back in her store. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of walk out. Yeah. All right. And um, yeah, I, I, I guess I go back to the uh, to the festival. Yeah, and as you <laughs> as you show up to the rebellion. festival, yeah, I just want to go there and maybe say hi to Mr. G and Mom, and just like apologize profu- profusely for not being there, and you know, grab a. Yeah. Apple on a stick. And you do. And, and and you have what is, for all intents and purposes, a somewhat, you know your friends are dead as this is happening. <laughs> you have like an apple. But you have what is a restful afternoon doing your job, having known that you did, possibly you secured an object that could prevent uh, Annalise Brightmore from summoning this creature again. Not knowing if you've ended the loop or not. Hoping not. So you can see your friends again. Yeah. And it gets to sundown. There's a, this moment as you're waiting to see. Uh-oh. Is this the end? Guys, I'm sorry if this like... Did I just do this? And there's flash of light. And you wake up back in your bed. All of you wake up back in your bed. Mr. Hanks laughing. Still <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and that's where I'll end it for the session of What's My Role. Well, there you have it. The Orthon has been defeated. And with Garrett stealing the silver dagger from a newly awoken Annalise Brightmore, could this be the end of that monster's summoning once and for all? With a new enemy aware of the time leap, what will our heroes do next? Find out in the next episode of What's My Role? What's My Role is a proud member of the Arcane Focus Network. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us wherever podcasts are downloaded. It really does help. And be sure to tell your friends about What's My Role. See you next time. Looking for more adventure? Head to arcanefocusnetwork.com.